This is Evan Wayne, and welcome to the Sports Weekly Podcast. In this episode, I'll be recording my 2021 NBA mock draft. I'll go picks 1 through 14. So the entire draft lottery, I don't like doing it outside the draft lottery just because it can be a little bit harder with trades and some guys may be falling outside of the lottery. So it can be a little bit tougher with that stuff. And like a lot of these picks are the ones that actually matter. A lot of these guys will be making a big impact. There will not be any trades in, within the lottery because there are some rumored trades that are going to happen, but I will not be doing trades in this mock draft. Starting with the number one pick for the Detroit Pistons, I have him taking Cade Cunningham, point guard from Oklahoma State. He could probably play off-ball guard, too, if they really want him to, but I imagine they'll probably play him at point guard, or at least that would make the most sense for them to do that. But I feel like some people said they were debating between Jalen Green and Evan Mobley. I really didn't think they would. I figured Cade Cunningham would be – I figured he was the guy all along. So I figured maybe it would be Jalen Green, but it's hard to see them not taking Cade Cunningham number one. So I think that's who it's going to be there. And number two, the Rockets. I got Jalen Green from G League Ignite. He's The Rockets are definitely trying to rebuild. This guy's kind of got like a Zach Levine kind of feel to him. Levine's a little bit taller than Jalen Green is. But the Rockets, they're, they're starting the rebuild. So I think this is a good place to start for them here with Jalen Green. Because he definitely has – he definitely needs to improve a little bit. But I think he's really a good place to start there for the Rockets to start the rebuild. And then at number three to the Cavs, I got Evan Mobley, center from USC. He's, I think the Cavs, they just got Jared Allen, Jared Allen, but they might let him walk or they might trade him. But I think him and Evan Mobley could play together if they really needed him to. They've got, they got two really good guards. Now they got to start building inside there with the big men. So I think Evan Mobley and Jared Allen are really good places to start there in terms of trying to get their inside built up. Then at number four, I got Jalen Suggs, shooting guard Gonzaga. He's a guy that can make a big play if you need to. He's a good replacement for Kyle Lowry, or he got sidekick to Kyle Lowry if Lowry were to leave or he were to stay because he is a free agent this year. He can play off-ball or on-ball guard, wherever you want to play him. He can do that. He's, he's known for his big shot against UCLA there in the Final Four, but he can go get you a bucket whenever you need him to. And I think him at number four, I think that's – Almost a steal. I think maybe it is. Depend. I don't think he falls further than the top five, though. And number five, I got Scotty Barnes, soft, small forward from Florida State. This pick is based off potential for the Magic, which is who I haven't taken. He's strictly a potential pick. He needs to do a lot of developing. He can shoot the ball. He's just not. He's height-wise really big, but he's not very, like, broad. Like, it, and he's had to. And they have him at small forward here, but I think they could easily play him at power forward. So if they're going to play him at power forward, then he needs to put on a little bit of weight. But if he develops, he's going to be an absolute steal. He'll be really good there for the Magic. At number six, I got James Booknight, shooting guard from UConn. He's a guy that can create his own shot and be a playmaker, whether you have him on ball or off ball. They might put him off ball since they got Jago Alexander, so they might put him off ball. It wouldn't surprise me. So, like, he can go get you a bucket. He can make his own shot, can be a playmaker for other guys, and he's a really solid defender, which the Thunder, they kind of need that because the Thunder, they're, they're kind of rebuilding, but they aren't rebuilding. But it's they're kind of doing it a lot differently. They have a ton of picks, so I guess we'll just have to see how that goes for them. At number seven, I have Jonathan Kaminga to the Warriors. 
he's a guy that doesn't have to come in and be the guy right away because the Warriors have Andrew Wiggins. They're going to have Klay Thompson back. They're going to have Draymond. They're going to have Steph. So I think he doesn't have to come in right away and be the guy, which I think that could really help him. He needs to improve his jumper, both as a three-point shooter and a free-throw shooter, but he will be able to kind of – they'll be able to ease him in because he does not have to be the guy right away. At number eight to the Magic, I got Moses Moody, shooting guard from Arkansas. He can create his own shot. Some people think he has a low ceiling. I don't necessarily agree with that because I think there are a lot of guys that speak like Chris Milton. They said he had a low ceiling. Look how that ended up. So I think he does kind of compare to Chris Middleton a little bit. You know, they played in the same conference. Well, I don't know if Texas A&M was in the SEC at the time, but they might have been. But if they weren't, I think him and Chris Middleton are very similar. They don't have to be. He's not going to be the guy, but he doesn't have to be. And I think he's just going to be an all-around solid player. It can be like a closer like Chris Middleton is for the Bucks. He can go get you that last shot when you need him to. And number nine, I got Franz Wagner to the Kings from Michigan. He's a contributor early, in my opinion, because he's got great defensive ability. Offensive instincts are really solid. His brother played in the NBA, is in the NBA right now, so that might help him a little bit. But the Kings, they're getting cl- they're close to being a team that can get to the playoffs. It's just they can't defend, and they need to get a little bit better on offense, and I think this is the guy to help them do that. And then at number 10 to the Grizzlies, who did trade up with the Pelicans here, they got Josh Giddy from Australia. He's a big body wing that can that's a really good playmaker for other guys and can make plays without the ball in his hands. They moved Fallon Junis in a trade in New Orleans, but they got Steven Adams back in this trade. So I mean, unless they want to move Steven Adams, maybe they take a center, but I don't think they're gonna move Steven Adams considering they just acquired him. So I think Josh Giddy is the guy here. And then at number eleven to the Hornets, I got Alprine Singen. From Turkey. Now, this is a young physical Turkish center, which we've seen that a lot, and it doesn't necessarily work out sometimes. But I think this guy's a little bit different. And the Hornets, they got really good pieces. Lamella Ball, Gordon Hayward, Devontae Graham. I really like a lot of their pieces. You know, Terry Rozier. I think they've needed a center for quite a while. And I and they've showed this year, like they can get they can get pretty close to the playoffs with this core. So I need, and I think this is the one piece that can get them over the top and potentially get them to the playoffs. Then at number 12 to the Spurs, I got Keon Johnson, shooting guard from Tennessee. The Spurs could either go one of the two Johnsons, Jalen or Keon. I think they're going to go Keon here. He's very raw. He's got a lot of developing to do. But I think in the last couple years of Pop's career, I think he could get Keon Johnson ready to go for when he does retire, and then when they bring in that next coach, I think Keon Johnson could be one of the best players there on the Spurs for them. And then at number 13 to the Pacers, I got Jalen Johnson, small forward from Duke. Now, depending on your viewpoint, some people say he quit on his team at Duke. He left after like 13 games because he wanted to train for the draft. And some people said because Duke isn't doing well. I feel like that's a very flawed way to look at it because he was hurt for a while. And I guess he was trying to protect his future, which – I'm all right with that. Some people aren't. I'm all right with that. So, But he's got a lot of talent, and I think the Pacers could use that. Because the Pacers, I don't see a lot of holes on the roster. They just need a better coaching. So they could move this pick, 
It wouldn't surprise me. I don't think they will. But it would not surprise me if they tried to move this pick. And at number 14 to round out the lottery with the Golden State Warriors, I got him taking Davion Mitchell from Baylor, point guard. The obvious strength to him is his defense. He was Naismith Defense Player of the Year. They call His nickname is Off Night because if he's guarding you, you're probably going to have an off night, which that's probably the greatest nickname I've ever heard. He's also a really good three-point shooter, and he also does not have to be the guy right away. He's a point guard, so he can sit behind Steph Curry until Steph Curry retires. So I think Davion Mitchell is going to be a really good piece for the Warriors. Whether they want to win now or win in the future, I think he's a good piece there to start with between him and Kaminga. And that is my NBA mock draft picks 1 through 14.